0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk Today I'm here to do a sort of versus type podcast If you you want to call it that Uh, This is talking about Suicide Squad, the 2016 version And The Suicide Squad, the 2021 version of course 2016 Suicide Squad, directed, sort of, by David Ayer And uh, of course it's not his true cut, is it? It's not the Ayer cut, which nobody's really sort of seen Uh, But the 2016 David Ayer version Of uh, the Suicide Squad and then the 2021 version of James Gunn's uh, directed uh, The Suicide Squad. Uh, Just comparing which one of the two I think is better. I did see Suicide Squad, I think it was a week or two ago. uh, The Suicide Squad, the new James Gunn version. And I did review it. Uh, I've put a link to that in your show notes if you want to just go and listen to that as a solo sort of discussion. Um, And I did yesterday update my rankings podcast for the uh, for DCEU film rankings so talking about all of the others as well uh, that have been included in the DCEU. Which doesn't include Joker. Because of course that's just a DC film. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes as well. But this podcast is focusing on focusing on that one particular corner. Which is Suicide Squad versus The Suicide Squad. Uh, the, the group of bad people that are trying to do uh, a good thing. And getting uh, time taken off their sentence. Uh, I have already recorded a piece of this that I want to use. This is going to be the piece of the Rankins podcast, where I talked about both Suicide Squad films, um, so instead of me repeating myself and recording all of that, I'm just going to put that in front of this bit that you're hearing, hearing now, this intro part, I'm going to put that in front of that, and then I'm going to record like a second little part to it afterwards, just uh, a little bit of sort of further discussion as to why I like one film over the other, and again, just want to put the normal kind of disclaimer thing out there if you liked one or the other it's totally fine Nobody is right or wrong uh let's not hate each other for liking different films or disliking different films or whatever your opinion is it's totally fine um so just want to kind of put that out there as well if you agree or disagree or sort of somewhere in between that's all fine as well so uh, try to politely tell me why you agree or disagree or somewhere in between let's hope that we can do that Uh, if that's possible and uh, yeah here is the so it's about an eight minute clip it's basically me talking about where I've got Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad in my DCEU rankings list and why I've put them where I've put them basically so I'm going to put that clip in now and then I'm going to return after that to do sort of a follow-up piece so uh, enjoy the clip or enjoy the part and I'll see you on the other side hey everyone um the next one on the list uh is supposed to be number 8 which originally in this list i put suicide squad and then the the suicide squad afterwards uh i'm going to change that i've just today finished my rewatch for the 2016 suicide squad film it was the oldest one that i hadn't seen most recently because that was it came out 5 years ago and all the other dce films i'd watched more recently so I wanted to sort of like recap on it a little bit. Uh, so number eight. I'm actually going to put The Suicide Squad. Because if uh, I'm putting this in here as an edit. So you've probably just heard me talk about Aquaman. Because I've just scanned through and seen. Uh, where where that's going to be in the list. Uh, but yeah number, number nine is Aquaman. You would have already heard me talk about that. Um, I'm putting this in as an, as an edit. Uh, I'm not going to go messing about with the whole list. Just swapping around these two films. Everything else I'm going to... Uh, Stand by, pretty much, um, but yes, I just watched the twenty sixteen or rewatched the twenty sixteen version. Having seen the Suicide Squad uh, last week, did obviously a review for it as well. So I have seen, I have seen both of them recently. Obviously, Suicide Squad, um, I just saw, so I, you can't really call that like recency bias because I've just seen both of them very, very recently. Um, but there's, I, I think the the only thing in the Suicide Squad. That I prefer to Suicide Squad is probably the third act, like the the last part of the film. I think the battle at the end of the Suicide Squad is a bit better, but this, there's 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 quite a few things that Suicide Squad I think has got going for it that the Suicide Squad doesn't. I think the introduction to the characters is better in Suicide Squad. I think the tone is better. I I think with you know with bringing in James Gunn, for the Suicide Squad the 2021 version gave it this sort of like fun sillier edge and I don't know if that quite worked as well there as what it did with you know when he did Guardians of the Galaxy and obviously that fit in a bit more there because they're sort of fun Marvel characters and whatnot I think having rewatched Suicide Squad now um I think the darker the slightly darker tone fits in more with these group of people because you know they're all kind of murderers and whatnot and they're all bad people who are out to do like a good thing a, a sort of suicide mission or whatever uh, so I think that's better. I also I tweeted this out a few hours ago when I uh, just rewatched this. I forgot that Batman was in Suicide Squad. He does he does make kind of a cameo-ish sort of appearance, um, appearance, but uh, he is quite involved with Will Smith's uh, Deadshot in the film. Now, what's interesting about both these films is they are kind of the same in a way. I mean, they're all they're both like attempting to do origins sort of for the Suicide Squad. But um, like the daughter stuff is really pretty much the same with Deadshot and with um, Bloodsport uh, and everything like that. Um, so that's that's really really similar. I feel like there's a bit more depth with um, Deadshot's daughter than there is with Bloodsport. And, and stuff like that I can't really get too much into that because I don't want to lean too heavily into the Suicide Squad spoilers because it just came out I think that's better in Suicide Squad um, I don't know if I really prefer Deadshot or Bloodsport they're really quite similar you can tell that they were like direct. Re- he was a direct replacement for, uh, for Deadshot uh, so I think that's better uh, Batman's involvement like I said with Will Smith because it's basically Amanda Waller says like hey I gave an anonymous tip to this person it's Batman To in order to incentivize Deadshot to um, join this team, and everything like that. There's also a kind of a good scene where Batman's like chasing down Joker and Harley Quinn. That's pretty cool. And then there's also the post-credit scene, which didn't get paid off. Which isn't this film's fault. But uh, there's a basically a post-credit scene where Batman is like, "Hey, yeah, my friends can kind of help you out." I don't remember that being followed up because, of course, what followed from this was the uh, the Justice League 2017 film. But that's not Suicide Squad's fault, you know. It did its job in that film of setting up a pretty good post-credit scene. Um, there, there is a cameo with the Flash in Suicide Squad. It's not really very meaningful um, so I wouldn't, like, add that to it as, like, a bonus. I think they're almost on the same level, though, Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad, but, of course, I'm making a list here, and I do want to put Suicide Squad ahead of it. Um, I also kind of prefer the group of characters a little bit. I mean, Katana's really, really cool. I think Killer Croc's kind of cool. Um, some of the other characters are kind of cool as well. Uh, I mean, if you kind of put... If you take out maybe... I mean, because Diablo is pretty cool as well. If you take out, like, one or two of the Suicide Squad characters from 2016's one and put in, let's say, Polka Dot Man and Bloodsports into 2016 Suicide Squad, I think that makes, like, a complete good team. Um, or more interesting team, maybe. Um, I don't know, but I, I do like some of the... Uh, character selections from Suicide Squad as well, uh, like with Zatanna and and some of those other characters. Um, it's also, I think, got better pacing to it. The the 2016 version, uh, the 20 uh 21 versions got, um, I think it's longer. Actually, it's about ten minutes longer or so. Uh, but yeah, the only thing I really prefer in 2021's the the Suicide Squad is the third act I think is a lot cleaner and a lot better than Suicide Squad's third act. Uh, Like the the boss fight, whatever you want to call it, the, the big bad at the end, I think is better in the Suicide Squad. But overall, the setup, the pacing, the tone, somewhat on the character selections, I think are all better. In uh, in Suicide Squad. Uh, I still, by the way, think Jared Leto's joke is atrocious. I almost was, t- was tempted to skip those scenes. But uh, there's a lot of important involvement with Harley Quinn, obviously, which is, uh, which is important as well. So, uh, that's pretty much that. I just wanted to kind of put that in here. So, yeah, number 9, Aquaman. Number 8, The Suicide Squad. Number 7, um, Suicide Squad. Um, so... There you go. Uh, but you should in a minute find out what the number 6 on my list is. So I'm going to cut this off here. I just wanted to make a little edit. Uh, all I need to do is kind of save it and update the uh, the podcast file. Um, and then I'm going to retweet it out again. Say that I've made a change and that kind of stuff. Um, and that, that should be pretty much it. I'm not going to be changing anything else in this list. I've watched all these films pretty recently. And it was just a case of flipping over the two uh, Suicide Squad films. Everything else I pretty much stand by. So... so yeah that was basically me talking about originally in my list I had the suicide squad higher than suicide squad I uh, rewatched it and then re- rewatched the 2016 one and then uh I basically changed my mind I'm allowed to do that it's my opinion I can do with that whatever I like to uh that is going to be the settled list as i said uh now uh with the with the films that i've got um but yeah i just i just kind of prefer the 2016 version it was interesting though cuz when i looked back on all of the other dc films i'd seen them within at least the last 2 to 3 years roughly so they were kind of more recent in my in my mind um there is another film to bring into this occasion which is uh, suicide squad i think it's um hell to pay i think that's the name of the film which is an animated film um in the dc au now of course within the dc eu i've just said as as you've heard I, I prefer suicide squad as opposed to the suicide squad um, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay is, I would probably say, better than both of these uh, live action versions. Um, so there's that to add to the occasion as well. But the, the main point of this whole thing was to be to, to compare the two DCEU live action films. But I, th- I thought I'd mention the other one. I did see it get brought up in some conversations uh online in the last couple of days about like okay forget forget these two suicide squad films this is the best one um the only point i can't quite remember with the uh animated one is what the introductions to the characters are like because that's the thing for me when um you look at these these group of like people these group of characters that people don't really know i mean before before all these suicide squad films and even even before guardians of the galaxy Sure, comic readers knew who those two sets of characters were, but the general public wouldn't wouldn't have known. I mean, I didn't really know much about the Suicide Squad or the Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, I'm bringing up the Guardians of the Galaxy because, again, James Gunn. Um, but it, it's that's the very dependent on like you know you look at mainstream media and stuff, and you think of okay popular iconic superheroes. You got th- people like Spider-Man, uh, Superman. Wonder Woman, um, Batman, obviously, those sorts of big characters. So when you make a big theatrical release and take a bit of, uh, arguably a gamble, from from both Marvel and DC to do a Guardians film and do a uh, Suicide Squad film, as well, there's arguably a bit of gamble there. Because, you know, you you release a Batman or a Superman or a Wonder Woman film or a Spider-Man film... Um, and obviously now that the MCU has been popularised as well, things like an Iron Man film or Captain America film, you're pretty much guaranteed some level of of success, uh, given, you know, as long as the film that you're making is actually good, and you don't make a 2017 Justice League film uh, kind of thing. Uh, Obviously, you know, things like Batman v Superman, you know, some people didn't like for different reasons. Again, that was because of uh, studio interference and stuff. Um, I guess Warner Brothers just really needs to take on board that you look at the three films that had studio interference, one of which was Suicide Squad, uh, because David Ayer himself has said, you know, that's not my true film. I still like it, um, but it's, it'll be interesting to, you know, if we ever do get the Ayer cut and I do really want to see that, just to see what his true vision kind of was, um, to 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 see uh, to see all that and then maybe go back and compare the the three live action films again if that if that ever happens of course that's out of mine and your control probably um, so there's that to consider as well but um, yeah it just does go to show doesn't it that you know um, you think of Batman v Superman you think of Justice League especially with Justice League I mean Batman v Superman there's differences obviously with the extended or the director's this version? Yeah, you look at something like Batman v Superman and you think, um, okay, yeah, there's the director's extended cut. For the majority of it, it's still pretty much the same film. If you look at something like Justice League as opposed to the snud Cut, okay, there's the same sort of, you know, dark side story, Superman dealing with him and all that, but you've got, like, additions of different characters, like Dark Side and Joker, and obviously you've got the things like, um,. Uh, cyborgs like the differences there and everything which is which is really really important so um, I don't know what the major differences are supposed to be with the A cut um, I know that Joker was supposed to get more screen time which to me sounds like a bad idea just on personal taste of how Jared's Joker ended up and like I think like I've said even though I do prefer the 2016 version now that I've gone back and watched it again and stuff I still hate and think that Jared's joker is atrocious um I think that's the story with him is interesting obviously with um the the obviously with uh, suicide squad, you get kind of the backstory of Harley Quinn and all those kind of things um and in the sui- the suicide squad you don't but arguably in the suicide squad, you don't actually really need that so um there's there's that to consider as well. But just kind of goes to show you, doesn't it... When you do things like studio interference... Especially with Justice League... How messed up things can get... Um, Because if you think about it, right... You had Zack Snyder... Directing Justice League... Um, If what happened with Autumn still had happened... Let's say... Because that's got nothing to do with the studio... That's obviously a, a, a personal family matter and all that... If they had waited... For Zack to come back, you know, be ready, which eventually he was, and eventually we did get that film anyway. If you'd have just not brought in just Whedon, because there's kind of a big train of events here, right, with with studio interference and with um how how this how the DCEU has definitely changed because of studio interference, and Justice League's a very 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 big example of that, because you think right. Um well, we had Suicide Squad at Su- Suicide Squad first, actually. That was 2016. If you'd have thought, right, um, and obviously had BVS, if you didn't have studio interference with BVS, you'd have got probably a better version. Again, we had the director's cut. I still think it's a good kind of film anyway. Uh, 2016, you know, if we'd have had the vision that David Ayer had intended um, and we'd have got maybe a better received Suicide Squad, you probably wouldn't have even brought in James Gunn because you would have just given David Ayer probably what a sequel or something um, cuz i'm sure there was supposed to be something to where like superman got involved or something with with the uh, the suicide squad and he, th- 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 there was, there's been lots of different murmurings about things like um like deathstroke fighting off against um deadshot like will smith's deadshot obviously that never happened so you just think of even those sorts of big changes and how um how the canon of the dceu would have sort of changed with you know if you did that and that was a success and then you probably would have had this dead sh- um, death um stroke thing come in I am assuming it was the same death stroke that Ben Affleck's Batman was going to fight again of course the Ben Affleck thing different situation um it wasn't really studio interference with that it was more sort of you know Ben had his personal issues and things so you do have those those two aspects to to deal with as well um so yeah Uh, But that might have happened, then David Ayer would have just potentially got a Suicide Squad too. James Gunn would have never brought in, we would have never got the Suicide Squad, very very different already. 2017, big change, the DCEU was kind of like down in the dumps and everything, Um, you know, uh, and then Zack had to step away for family issues, and then they brought in Joss Whedon to shoot two new hours of stuff and rush it and do all this messed up weird thing with it. Uh, if you'd have just waited for Zack to come back, which he did anyway, and then you could have just—you could have still made things like Wonder Woman, Aquaman. You could have still made obviously the Joker film. Um, you could probably have sorted out Batman in that time. You could have probably done a Man of Still Two, because I—I Cause I, I really do think that if Justice League had succeeded, assuming the Snyder Cut had come out instead of the Justice League, whatever, I think we would have got a Man of Still Two. And again, that's another huge change with all with all of that. Um, And then eventually we would have gotten the Snyder Cut in the same way that we did. That would have been a success. And then you would have never brought in Joss Whedon. Because there would never have been a reason to. Again, massive, massive change. You see how much... uh, From what I've just laid out there. You see how much studio interference gets in the way of things. Um, It's it's madness when you think of like... um, Basically what the Snyderverse would have been. And what the DCEU is. Um, because we didn't get a Man of Steel 2, we didn't on time get the Snyder Cut, that obviously didn't happen when it needed to, happened eventually but it didn't happen when it needed to, never got the Cyborg film, never got Man of Steel 2, never got the Batflack, Bat Batfleck, sorry, um, solo film, um, and and you kind of could have, even if Ben still had to step away and stuff, and you maybe still would have needed to recast him, obviously Robert's Batman came in eventually, Um, you could have maybe just recasted that Batman and had him still go up against Deathstroke and then had the cannon continue from Deathstroke's fight against, um, uh, Deadshot. You could have even tied in the whole Batman thing in Suicide Squad with Deadshot in there, uh, because there's the whole, like, tip-off thing from Amanda Waller. So there's loads of really cool stuff that could have, like um been been connected canon wise. Um but it just goes to show you mainly with the two films, mainly with Justice League and with um Suicide Squad. You change two films and you end up with something just drastically different. But um anyway I guess I'm getting into some DC talk now. Um but yeah it's it's mad. Now we're probably gonna be on a trajectory where David Ayer probably doesn't return to the DC EU. James Gunn I think is probably gonna get a sequel. To Suicide Squad, although Suicide Squad's not performing that well, but we'll we'll see. It, it looks somewhat likely that he'll get a Suicide Squad 2. Obviously, we're going to get Peacemaker, which would never have happened because Peacemaker wasn't in the uh, original film, um, unless David had plans to put him in. But again, there was no like John Cena connection and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, it's, and of course, like, Ray Fisher's Cyborg, never expect to see him ever again. Henry Cavill, Superman, I don't expect to see him properly again. Ben Affleck's Batman's probably going to make one more appearance. It's just so wild how drastically your whole cinematic universe can change when you mess up two films. Um, it's It's wild. It really, really is. So, anyway, bottom line is, I prefer Suicide Squad over The Suicide Squad. But hey, maybe one day if Warner Brothers decides to do something smart... And I mean, they already did it with uh, Snyder Cut. They already released that on the HBO Max thing. So, because I be- I believe it's the same situation where the Aya cutter's is shot. I think they just would need like to finish up with like um, obviously uh, special effects, not you know all that kind of stuff. In um, in I I think it's the same situation pre Snyder Cut release, isn't it? Where the Snyder Cut was all shot and everything. Uh, cause Zach had it in his house, didn't he? <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if David's got like the AI cut in his, in his house or whatever. Uh, I, I definitely watch it, you know, to see what his true vision wanted to be and everything. Um, but I think it's the same situation where they ju- they would just need to like edit it up and stuff like that and, uh, release it. So why Warner Brothers wouldn't do that? Who knows, Warner Brothers are a strange old company. So hopefully we get to see it one day. Uh, of course it took, was it four years? Yeah, 2017 to 2021 uh, to see the Snyder Cut. So, uh, I mean, it's been five years now since this, since uh, Suicide Squad. So you've already gone way past that. Um, but the, the difference with this and Justice League, I suppose, is... Because you can look at the Suicide Squad as... I, I would label it as kind of a revival because it... Keep some of the same characters. It's sort of a sequel, but it sort of isn't, and it's sort of a reboot because you can easily watch the Suicide Squad without seeing Suicide Squad. Um, obviously you got like the Birds of Prey stuff kind of connected to it with Harley Quinn. Um, but the different, the weird difference there is, there's no current sort of Justice League going on. Like, we won't get a sequel to Justice League. We won't really get probably a sequel to Snyder Cut. Um but it looks like this whole James Gunn um version of Suicide Squad is probably gonna continue, I would guess. Um but I suppose the problem with doing a new Justice League film now is you know, okay, who's gonna be who's even gonna be Superman? Who's gonna be Batman? Obviously you got Wonder Woman that can come back, you've got Flash and Cyborg that can come back. Uh, what are you gonna... Not, 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 not Cyborg, sorry. Flash and Aquaman that can come back. Um, have Ray Fisher ain't gonna come back for that, is he? Um, so you gotta, like, okay, would you put in, like, Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter or something? But then, who's gonna be those characters? Is it gonna be, like, the Green Lantern from the upcoming TV show? Uh, if you put in Martian Manhunter, is it gonna be the one that was in the starter cut? Um... I I I don't know. I don't know what you what you do with with Justice League. That's the part where they got a bit lucky with Suicide Squad, or the sorry, the Suicide Squad, which was where he was able to get Margot back. He was able to get most of the other returning, or pretty much, yeah, most of the returning people back. Uh, I can't remember why Will Smith didn't return. I can't remember. Uh, I don't know if it was like a scheduling conflict or something. Um, but you replaced him kind of with Bloodsport in in a way with Idris Elba's Bloodsport. Um, so you're able to bring a lot of the original cast back from Suicide Squad into the Suicide Squad, so... And they're able to do it kind of relatively quickly. So, anyway, that's pretty much all that. Let me know what you think, anyway, of all of this. Everything I've discussed. Um, so let me know what you think. Uh, Matthew dot org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, I didn't necessarily intend to do all that DC talk, but... There we go. It's it's all DC anyway. All uh, Suicide Squad and Snyder Cut and all sorts of things like that. Um, of course in terms of rankings and things. Like I said on the uh, original podcast. Um, the Batman which I believe is the next DC film. Isn't in the EU, So you can't add it to your EU list. Um, so I guess we're going to skip over that one a little bit. Um, the one after that. I think Flash is due out before Black Adam. I'm pretty sure. And then Shazam is, I think, the year after. Because I think it's three DC films next year, isn't it? Batman, Flash, and Black Adam. Black Adam's finished filming. Flash is currently filming. Um, But I think the Flash is due out first. I haven't really looked at release dates or if there even is any. I don't know. Um, But yeah, it will be four years later for the Flash, won't it? Because it was originally, originally supposed to be 2018. Again, I'm guessing that 2018 version of that film was going to be very, very different to what we're going to get now. Um, I don't think Michael Keaton's Batman was going to be in it. Uh, Sasha Kali's Supergirl was certainly not going to be in it. We were, we were going to have, I think, Ray Fisher's uh, Cyborg. So that's, again, big, big... Again, just studio interference. It's just, it's just stupid. So, anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens with all that. Um, I don't really have much expectations for either. I think The Flash is going to be bad, actually. But in terms of Black Adam, I like Dwayne Johnson. I think he's cool. Um, so I think that might be good, but we'll we'll see when we get some trailer. We did, we haven't even seen any trailers for uh, those two yet, so we'll see. But I am very very excited for uh, for the Batman. So uh, that should be that should be very very good. So uh, it's just a bit of a shame it's it's separate because with Batman being a bit sort of in limbo, like Michael Keaton's kind of there and Ben Affleck's got like his last film and. Um, it's weird when you think about the fact that the DCEU itself doesn't have a current proper Batman or Superman. That's strange, isn't it? That, that's, that's, that's weird. Um, because if you were to think of, like, any DC universe, really, um, you, you'd got to have, like, your Batman and your Superman sorted out. And Wonder Woman as well. Uh, of course, we've got Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. So, that's, that's just strange to me. That, that, that the main... Because we got all these side things like Joker and Batman and all this other kind of stuff. It's strange to me that your main big screen cinematic universe doesn't have a proper Batman or Superman. Um, so, anyway, there we go. Uh, but that's everything for this podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. Um, if you want to find out more things that we do, you can search for all those or find all those on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast. So check out all of that. Um, so you can either ch- yeah, you can check out more episodes for all those things. If you want to support entertainment talk on the podcast, you can either just listen to more stuff that we've done. There's plenty to choose from. Uh, f- don't forget the uh, the ca- the categories list if you want a bit of a guide of to different things that we've done as well so check out all of that. Uh, you can also find us on podcast platforms as well by searching for Entertainment Talk. Uh, you can use word of mouth and social media, just to let people know about what we do and where they can find it. Either find us on the website or look for us on podcast platforms, so please tell people about that. Patreon, $1, $3 tiers for ad-free podcasts and review options. Check that out as well if you'd like to. Uh, for your TV and film news as well, uh, you can find uh, David's uh, geektown.co.uk website. That's for TV and film news, uh, up-to-date, reliable TV and film news, geektown.co.uk. There's also Geek Town Radio if you want all of that in weekly podcast format. Those come out on Tuesdays, so it should be a new episode today at some point. Uh, so look out for all of that. Uh, for your TV and film news, uh, Bex is still streaming daily, pretty much over on Twitch. Uh, Trista Byte, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, go and give her a follow over there. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK. I've been streaming a lot of Cyberpunk. Uh, I've sort of uh, returned to the game and everything. And there's a lot of streams on YouTube that you can go and watch. The uh, Entertainment Talk players on YouTube, the archives for those streams. Uh, there is a few that I need to put onto YouTube as well. So look out for all those. But uh, check out some of those streams as well. Thanks very much for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.